It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is the Cork Today replay on C103. This is Cork Today with Patricia Messenger on C103. And Peter Dowdell, theirishgardener.com, uh, joins me. Good afternoon to you, Peter. Good afternoon, Patricia. How are you? I'm very well. You're keeping well. You are. you busy? Up the walls, thank God. Up <laughs> the walls, very busy. Isn't it great? Okay, lots every, of people. Every, the, whole world, the, the whole world was sent home gardening two years ago and we've been busy ever since. Uh, which is fantastic. Actually, I'd, I was I mentioned you on the programme, I had Aina Neelown on, you know, Aina, who's the uh, head of yes, the Tree yes, Council yes. and she's and we were talking about the wildflowers that people are planting and uh, she was just saying that it has really taken off. That's the, you know, when we look back on this time, it's one of the things people have reconnected with nature, which is brilliant. Absolutely, and like I was saying, even on the Today Show last week, uh, bring as we're going, as many are going back to the office. Bring, don't forget that connection, and don't forget what the green environment did for you over the last year and a half, and bring it to work with you. Bring house plants, start growing seeds, compost the waste in the canteen at work. You know, don't don't lose it now that we're going back to whatever normal is. You know what I mean? Let's not lose it. Let's keep with it. And tomorrow is National Tree Day. Plant trees, please. They are so important. Okay, let's get straight into questions. Anne says, question for Peter, please. I have flowers in pots growing, but yesterday I've noticed the rabbits have all of the flowers eaten. Is there anything I can do to stop them? Well, this is a question we get from time to time, Trish, isn't it? And and I've no doubt, and I hope, in fact, that people will will ring you in with their own suggestions and tips because it's they are a problem, they're a huge problem. Uh, everything from human hair to grass mowings is, is recommended. I've never, as you know, I've never used the human hair because the, the, I'd rather, I don't have enough of my own to, to use <laughs> and um, and uh, I don't like the thought of anybody else's human hair in my garden so I'd rather the rabbits. But... Um, the you if you want to if if it's a, if it's in a big bed which I know we're talking about pots here but if it's in a in a big bed you can use lawn mowings so lawn mowings mulched are cut up you, the, the contents of your lawnmower b- b- bucket if you like around plants will stop rabbits going at them because obviously rabbits can eat grass but when they're when they're all together like that mowings it chokes them so they they inherently know not to go near it and it does work so putting lawn mowings around the plants will certainly work. But in pots, you might want to do that. But there's a fabulous product, and it's an environmentally sound product called Grazers. Grazers do a range of products, and they're all based uh, on a formulation of calcium. Um, I'm not a scientist, so I can't remember what that formulation is. But uh, you, you basically you mix it with water, you, you drench the plants with it. You're not putting on any gar- garden chemical or any pesticide. It actually ends up feeding the plant because it's giving it calcium. Um, but the formulation is makes the plant completely unpalatable to, to rabbits. Um, 
it's not just one application and walk away. Ideally, before you plant the plants, uh, about a week before you put them out, if you like, you would drench them with the grazers and then you would continue doing this for a few a few more applications. But they, it will work. And once the calcium levels have increased in the plant, the, the rabbits won't go near it. Grazers, it's called. Grazers, OK. This is, uh, if I can get back to this now, I've clicked into it and it's gone the other way. It's Oh, this is from Maura. So, she sent on two pictures. We just haven't the time to send them on to you to say, I have rose cuttings with little shoots after appearing uh, a few weeks ago. I grew them under a plastic tub. And what she has, she has a little flower pot and then she's got a little clear plastic tub that she put on top, almost created a little greenhouse uh, out of it. And um, they've, 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 uh, they've little shoots on them now. She's wondering, what do I do with them now do I move them inside I don't have a greenhouse uh, what do I do with them it's great that's absolutely great she's created as you say a little mini greenhouse yeah. she's using them as kind of like mini cloches so it, it retains moisture and heat inside it's an ideal way it's like a mini propagator uh, the answer to the question what to do now nothing really the, the, obviously she says she don't have a she doesn't have a greenhouse so she can't move them inside but roses will be fine even ones like that if they're producing new shoots they've obviously developed a root system as well now it's juvenile yet but it still should be absolutely perfect in terms of frost and cold so the, i suppose the most important thing to keep an eye on I would take the lids off it if she hasn't already uh, and let it expose to the weather now before we get into the winter, let it acclimatise. Um, most important thing then is is that the pots don't get saturated, which they may over the winter. So if they're going to be outside, which as I say is fine, uh, just maybe raise them up uh, just so that the, so that the, any excess rainwater can drain away because obviously the root system won't be filling the pot yet. Uh, so it may hold water. So just make sure that they're not sitting on the ground getting waterlogged. That's their biggest risk now over the winter. But roses are hardy plants, aren't they? They really are, yeah. yeah. Really, really are. They're still great. in flower now in gardens. Yeah, it's fantastic. Now, something called, is it a bougainvillea? Bougainvillea? Yeah, spot on. Uh, yeah, okay, so somebody has one, uh, wants to know what to do with it for the winter. It's in a pot in a roofed outdoor area. It is south facing. It has had beautiful pink flowers on it all summer and there's actually still some of them there. Any tips for care of it now over the winter? Thanking you. Bring it to Portugal with you for the winter. <laughs> That's the only tip I could give you. Um, they're, they're, the bougainvilleas, you know them all right, Trish. If you see them in their native habitat when we go on holidays to, you know, Italy, France, Portugal, Spain, wherever you go, you'll see them kind of dripping over balconies. And those pink flowers that she's referring to, without getting too technical about it, they're not actually flowers. They're the bracts, which uh, attract the insects to the tiny little white flower inside. But it, it's, it's for these bracts that they're grown. And you, you, you see them. They're, they're really, really gorgeous. But they don't thrive in Ireland, I'm afraid. No matter what we do, we get too much rain and too, too cold. The way she describes it there, that she has it in a covered roof garden in a south-facing aspect, is as good as you can get for it, really. There's not much more you can do in terms of tips. It's Obviously, that area isn't going to be getting frost because it's covered, but if it was getting particularly cold, you would throw some horticultural fleece over it just to protect it from the, the very low temperatures. Um, uh, in terms of rain, it's not going to be waterlogged because it's covered. So really, you're doing everything that you can in Ireland. Uh, and then come the spring, I would cut it back a bit and feed it with a good tomato food to try and really uh, promote more flowers on it. OK, and this has come up a few times now over the last few weeks. Uh, this is another listener saying, my lilies didn't flower. I haven't flowered for the last two years. Getting lots of leaves, but no flowers. And I think I probably answered this in much the same way the last time I came up, and that is... Uh, the term lily, unfortunately, I, I'm, not, I'm not deliberately being vague now, but lily as a common term is used to describe many different plants. So you've St. Anthony's lily and you've uh, the Easter lily and then you've, you've 
actual lilies which belong to the genus Lilium. Now the reason I'm going through all that is not to bore you but it, it, depending on which plant it is you treat it in a different way. So if it's something like the Arum lily or St. Anthony's lily that's, that's just a herbaceous perennial which means it's a plant that comes on every year Trish uh, and herbaceous just means it dies back for the winter underground. So what you would do with that is lift it out of the ground now during the winter months, divide that clump into four or five different individual plants uh, and then you're rejuvenating the parent plant by doing that because it's got congested and that could and, and should lead to it producing more flowers. That's if it's that type of lily. However, if it's lilium, which is like your, your classic uh, oriental or asiatic lilies, you know those beautiful scented lilies that yeah. you get in, in bunches of flower. Yeah, the uh, well, they're a bulb. Yeah, so they're a bulb. So you, you'd, you treat them in much the same way as you would a daffodil. And if they've stopped flowering, it could be just, again, that it's got congested, so the bulbs need to be pulled apart from each other. Do that now, the foliage has all died off, uh, and plant them as individual bulbs in pots or in different parts of the garden. And again, next spring, when they start emerging from the ground, uh, feed them with a good tomato food to drive on flowers. And you'll have loads, you'll have, you'll have extra lilies over, over what you had before you first planted them. And Mary says, gar- multiplied. gardening question please for Peter. I planted perfectly healthy violas in a window box outside. I did it a few weeks ago, but in the past week, black spots are appearing on the leaves. Any idea what could be causing that? I do have an idea, I'm afraid. Uh, it's, it's, it's viola black spot. There is a long Latin name, for, but we refer to it as pansy or viola black spot. It's a fungal infection. And when you say you plant them a couple of weeks ago and they're in perfect condition, I suppose the good news from your point of view is that you haven't done anything wrong and your, your garden hasn't got the disease. It's most likely, in fact, I nearly say 100%, that it came in with the plants because it is a common problem uh, with growers, like commercial growers of, of violas and pansies to get this. So once they get it, there's nothing you can do, I'm afraid. It's it's time for the for throwing them out. Um, uh, but yet, it, it, I would say nearly 100% came. I'm not blaming whatever garden centre or nursery you bought them from. Very often they wouldn't see it, uh, but, but it came in with the plant, I'm afraid. Uh, somebody wants to set Grisolinia hedging. Is now the right uh, time? And if so, what kind of manure or fertiliser would you use? Well, now is a perfect time for planting hedges, trees, everything. Uh, but if you want um, potted plants, if you want potted plants, you could plant them now. But if you want bare root plants, which are, as they sound, they're plants that are just lifted from the nursery field and they're not in pots, uh, you're a bit early yet. They won't be available, I would say, probably till November onwards. So we'll give it another month, get the bare root plants. The advantage of bare root, of course, is that they're much, much cheaper to grow, to grow than potted plants. Potted plants will tend to be stronger. In terms of what kind of manure, you probably won't even need much, being honest with you, if, it's, um, if you're um, planting in good soil. Uh, but maybe use a seaweed, some seaweed granular feed beneath it. That'll draw the roots down into the soil quicker. So dig your hole or your trench, uh, base dress it with some good granular seaweed feed, an organic one. There's plenty of them out there now. And, uh, and give it loads and loads of water next summer. Can you apply copper sulphate to roses for black spot? Mary wants to know. You absolutely, not only can you, but I would recommend it. But I wonder, does she mean, can you do it now? Uh, and, and copper sulphate is a grand product to use, but I would say only once a year. So timing is all important. Uh, so I would say don't do it now. Wait till what we call bud burst, which is just when the dormant leaf buds re-emerge next spring. It could be March, could be April, depending on the temperatures. That's the best time to put it on. OK, and yes or no, should you prune lavender back now? A listener wants to know. 
prune it back regularly. Yes, yes, no, but don't prune it too hard. Never likes to be cut back too hard. So I prune it back a few times during the year. Okay, well, let's your way. You're busy out. I could hear your phone ringing there. You've had interesting yeah. um, ringtone on your phone. Listen, uh, Peter, thank, <laughs> thank you for that. And uh, we'll chat next Wednesday. <laughs> Thanks, Peter. Thanks a million. That Cheers. is uh, Peter Dowdle, uh, the IrishGardener.com. Uh, Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Even on a budget, quality is non negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.